as if you can sing the bells of Notre Dame. What makes a monster and what makes a man? Whatever that pitch you can feel them bewitch you, the rich and the ritual bells of the bells of All right, everybody, open up your hymnals. It's time for the Book of Gak to be opened up yet again. Good evening! Hyvä ilta! And a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. You are now in the Church of Exploding Head Movies, your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's chicanery-laden community radio station, CITR. Your voice the University of British Columbia here on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland. From Squamish to Bellingham, westish past Point Grey, then dipping south as we cross the Salish Sea, where frequency does what it does with our friends over at CFUV at the University of Victoria. And then our signal continues east past Langley, deep into uh, the Fraser Valley. If you're on Telesoptic, you can tune in on channel 7023. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else the internet takes you, we are on the web at www.citr.ca. CITR 101.9 FM radio is also on the various social media that is also on the internet or on your devices. My name is Gak, and I'll be doing a little soft shoe in your ears for the next two hours. Please note that the Bronx is up and the battery is down. I leave it to you to decide if there are people that ride around in a hole in the ground. Phone number of the station for those of you listening live right now, 604-822-2487. To keep it short and sweet to the point, since we're mixing everything live, and we are hopefully not mixing up facts as well, too, so the Exploding Headquarter Research Department will be quite busy as we scramble to take care of everything we need to, to ensure the next two hours are educational, accurate, but still lots of fun. You can email anytime at RadioFreeGAC at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter at 100air, and on Instagram. As myopic man. So hopefully you enjoyed last week's Earth Day special, broadcast from the marshlands of Saturna Island. A soothing protest against the slow boil that is climate change. As we approach irreversible damage, 
some point, Mother Earth will basically just give up on us. Spend a few million years rebooting. And we're all coming back as gerbils. As we should. As it was writ in the past. As usual, the show has completely gone off the rails. And now I'm sort of thinking about future tomes. About pink hairless apes that thought themselves better than anyone else. But yes, at this point, things have quieted down on campus. We are in spring mode here. I am staring directly into the sun as I talk to you, and boy, there are a lot of handprints on the window here. Not too much in the way of nose prints. It seems like nobody is that keen, or at least if they're curious, their mark is not left there. Of course, it seems like there's ample handprints looking out, too, so... Perhaps future generations will look as as zoo creatures. Anyways, this week's profile is on the film director Stanley Donan. Noted for his collaborations with Gene Kelly in modernizing the musical for the golden age of Hollywood. And we'll hear selections from some of his legendary films, but not the most obvious songs. But we'll go from the Seven Brides or Seven Brothers, Damn Yankees, Singing in the rain on the town, bedazzled, but we'll focus mo. We'll focus mostly, mocus fosly, my word. Focus mostly on Henry Mancini's delightful score from the 1963 film *Charade*. Otherwise, we'll catch up on recent news since it has been two weeks, and there, of course, there's a lot of breaking news today too that I have to sort out. And as usual, exploding hit movies seems to be digging into the past all the time. But as evidenced by what we started the show off and what is continuing in the background, uh, there was the fire that damaged the Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris, a French icon that has stood and still stands after 850 years, as it was on April 15th in the midst of a long renovation. The old wooden roof that had lasted for centuries caught on fire and it took down the flesh, otherwise the spire over the nav. Thankfully, no one was hurt except for one firefighter. No one died but it feels like an icon of France dating back to the Gothic period. Took a scar right before Easter. Shocking a lot of people, since it is a massive tourist destination and an icon of the City of Lights. Naturally, questions about the funding for its upkeep leading up to it, either from the French government or the Catholic Church, has been brought up. And then there's a matter that wealthy donors pledged millions of euros already for its reconstruction, whilst many other historic icons, and, oh yeah, people starving or homeless need some similar attention, so things have gotten weird. A backlash has informed, but there's definitely a musical relevance throughout its entire history, so we started the show with a field recording by Sound Ideas, and from the album France Sound Effects, that was the Paris ambience with Notre Dame Cathedral bells ringing out featuring all ten bells there. Then, from the Disney film The Hunchback of Notre Dame, we heard the reprise of The Bells of Notre Dame. And the movie is based on Victor Hugo's novel, which helped bring attention back to the cathedral in the mid-19th century, after many a year of neglect. And we heard Paul Candle there as a Clopin Trifou, the king of the gypsies. The music from uh, Disney's Hunchback was written by Alan Menken, lyrics by Stephen Schwartz, best known for their work during the 90s renaissance of the Walt Disney Studios animation team. They worked together on Pocahontas and then separately on other films like The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Enchanted. They've won 10 Oscars in total. And in the background, 
This is one of the three more main organists from Notre Dame de Paris, Olivier Latry. And from his 2019 album, Bach to the Future, referring to Johann Sebastian Bach, this is Fantasy in G minor. In German, it's G Moll. Latry recorded that during the quiet hours in Notre Dame when there was no tourists, no crowd, no services. And that featured the mighty 8,100-pipe organ. And of note, the bells that we heard earlier and the organ are undamaged from the fire. But expect the acoustics to what we normally hear to be changed as reconstruction happens. And they won't be reproducing what it was created in the 13th century or the renovations in the 19th century. So we'll have a bit of a 21st century element to what's what. Anyways, let's get less yakking here from the gacking. So we got new music here from Aldous Harding, the New Zealand singer-songwriter known for experimental folk sounds, almost like a gothic Nick Cave or PJ Harvey, as it were. Her third album, Designer, came out over the weekend, and it continues on with her playful approach to sound. And this uh, particular song has a Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young vibe. This is Aldous Harding with Fixture picture you're now listening to exploding hell movies live from the realms of studio a of that well-designed and tailored little radio station that you know and love uh, citr 101.9 fm as heard earliest broadcast out of sunny vancouver
we are so happy because Fun Drive 2019 is officially over. What a great feeling. To everyone who donated their time, their energy, and their money, the people who forgot to donate now but will online at citr.ca slash donate, those who couldn't donate this year but will next year, and to our community as a whole. CITR and Discorder just want to say...
Weighs Blood. Off of her fourth album, the first one through Sub Pop called Titanic Rising. What we heard was movies. There's a lot of uh, cinematic references to uh, Weighs Blood's upbringing. It's the alias of Natalie Merring. And for Titanic Rising, it's her response to climate change and loss. She was quoted as telling Pitchfork that, I want to make sure everyone feels like they deserve to be alive. I hope you could have a smile during the apocalypse. Quality moody stuff. Great little experimental bend to everything as well. And behind me, this is the Wonderland Philharmonic. From the score to the 1980 film Shogun Assassin, the song is Assassin with Sun. Exploding Head Movies profiled the soundtrack to that film back in 2017. It's a repackaging of some of the films that came out in the 70s tied to the story of Lone Wolf and Cub. A legendary manga and the creator, Kazuo Koike, died April 17th this year after a long battle with pneumonia when he was 82 years old. Kazuo Koike wrote the story based on the Ronin, otherwise known as a rogue samurai, pushing his son in effectively an early uh, baby carriage as he fought for the vengeance of what happened to his wife and village. Koike was associated with the artist Goseki Kojima, who died in 2000. And uh, it's interesting to note that Koike had a rival in the world of manga, but we'll talk a little bit more about that later in the show. But as a spoiler alert, that person also recently died. Let's have a Windsor, Ontario next, although they have their origins in Sackville, New Brunswick. Their partner, the duo of Jose Caron and Lucy Niles, offering what's sort of termed as queer goofball stoner teenage diary entries. They just put out a new EP a little while ago called Saturday the 14th that came out through the You've Changed label. Wonderful, joyful, kind of quirky stuff here. And here's Partner with fun for everyone otherwise known as Minions. Care about anyone's opinion? It would be fun, fun. 
Did you know UBC students get 20% off organic, farm-fresh produce from the UBC farm? Come by the farm and eat local. Really, really local. Supported by British Columbia's Buy BC program.
I'd say it's new music from Broken Social Scene, except they put out two EPs with the same name this year, and the second one just came out a little while ago, so it's still new to most of us. From Volume 1 of the Let's Try the After EP that was Broken Social Scene with Boyfriends. Broken Social Scene, been a big part of the Toronto music scene for almost two decades at this point. Circle around Kevin Drew and a cast of dozens, most recently joined by Ariel Angle. So, curious to see if this means any touring is in the cards for that collective. Because the fun with them is never being quite sure exactly who's going to tour with them. A lot of connected tissue throughout southern Ontario and the music there. And in the background, a little further east into the regions a little bit more French. Not in that way, though. Anyways, this is Beat Market off of the 2018 EP All Good. Out through the Lisbon Lux label. Out of Montreal. This is Yako. My name is Gak. You're listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Hopefully having a fine time as we shake off some of the cooler, sometimes damper parts of spring. All the cherry blossoms are basically starting to disappear now, so it feels slightly more like summer. Got a local act for you next. Only a visitor, local five-piece, set it up by Robin Jacob, host of the former CITR show, The Rib. You're used to a more experimental Monday afternoon programming, as opposed to the bewildering selection, the panoply of panaphonic perfection that you get from XHM. Only a visitor have a show coming up May 23rd at KW Studios. But maybe you're in Nanaimo, Victoria, where they performed last week. And they do have some West Coast dates later in May and June. They put out their debut release last year called Technicolor Education. Continues with the experimental vibe, but I'd say it almost drifts more like jazzy in some ways. And, uh... As evidenced by the song title here, this was slated at one point to be associated with my birthday last month. But didn't make it now, but I will be this age for a little while here. This is Only a Visitor with 43 Years. I didn't see my wife for 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 43 years. Watching the others being together I make up songs 
Jeff Kankade, otherwise known as one of your favorite local artists, Devours. Avis Roast's recent album, Iconoclast, which came out last month through Artifact Records that was Forbidden Gloon. Devours appeared a lot on CAITR recently, whether it was in performance or in interview form. There's been some quality articles and profiles of him with our associated magazine Discorder. While we're checking out, effective performance as well, too. Quality costumes and makeup. Captivating parts of an underground scene. Empowering in many ways as well, too. Behind me, this is the Canadian-Australian act based out of Berlin known as Concubine. At some point, I think they may have to rename themselves. We'll see. From their 2018 album called 2018, this is everything 
cycles. Since I have some time now, I can talk about some of the soundtracks that have come out in the past week or so, and then leading into this week, since I missed you last week. Perhaps you missed me as well, too, unless you would like a return to the sounds of the marshes of Saturna Island. At some point, I needed more field recordings here, although there's been some liberal ones throughout so far. Anyways, if you're a fan of Cobra Kai, which is uh, a sequel of sorts to the Karate Kid series, season two is scored by Leo Bierenberg and Zach Robinson. That's coming out through Madison Gate Records. Otherwise, there's a vinyl edition limited to 500 copies of Theodore Shapiro's score to Destroyer. That's coming out through Mondo. Ben Lovett did the music to I Trap the Devil. That's coming out through Lakeshore Records. And there's a single of the music from episode three of the FX series Fosse Verdun. Featuring various artists coming out through Atlantic Records. There's some connection for Fosse and Verdun here as part of our Stanley at Donan profile. And uh, it's of high time I actually do a profile on some of the music we associate with Fosse, but that's going to take some time to assemble since everything I want to look up for Sweet Charity, the things I want are not available, so there will be legwork on my part. Otherwise, Pokemon Detective Pikachu! Scored by Henry Jackman that's coming out through Sony Classical, and that's also where Thomas Newman's music from Tolkien will be released. we got one re-release to talk about here. Is there a vinyl edition of J.J. Johnson along with various artists' music from the black exploitation classic film Cleopatra Jones? Limited edition of 700 copies coming out through Real Gone Records. All right, we are going to head to Cornish country next here. As we're overdue, I'm playing some uh, Gweno. Previously known as being one of the vocalists for the Pipettes, but she's been going solo for many a year. And uh, her recorded music goes back to Wales, where she's from. Uh, first album came out in her native Welsh, but um, she studied the super rare Cornish language as her parents were poets. But they were also revivalists of what was a formerly extinct language that over the past century or so has slowly been building back up. And Gweno actually recorded this album, Lokov, in protest to the British government cutting cutting foot. <laughs> the funding cuts that happened that the British government did to studying the Cornish language, although those people who actually promote the Cornish language have indicated upon the release of this album, there's been an increase in people studying and taking exams associated with the Cornish language. Lakov translates from Cornish as a place of memory, and this lead single, which came out off of the 2018 album, translates as Land and Sea. Wonderful stuff. And a lot of Gweno's music tends to tie with sci-fi realms as well. So need to definitely look back and share some more of her music. So here is Gweno with Tir Mach. Get this right here, my Cornish. Along with occasional lapses with English. Subadequate, let's just say. Gweno with Tir Ha Mor.
but the hardcore stuff is just is fast, very aggressive and loud, you know, music, angry music. Mr. Steeston Mike, welcome to the Flex Your Head Show on CITR 101.9 FM here in Vancouver. I'm here every Tuesday, 6 to 8 p.m. Playing some punk and hardcore for you. Uh, if you want to hear something, feel free to give me a call at 604-822-2487 or swing by flexyourhead.net and send us an email with a request. Originally from Calgary, at least that's based on some of the heritage there, though I know one of them has lived in Vancouver in the past. That was Ram Hoss, off of their only EP from 2013 called Pre-Quills. 
Although spelled like the Grand Prix, en français, pricks with an X, and then quills. What do you find on a porcupine? Pre quills. That was Ram Haas with Mukwa. And Ram Haas is the duo of Jordan Hasek and Morgan Greenwood. But outside of the releases they have, they put a lot of singles up on Bandcamp, and they have at least three for this year thus far. Always worth checking out. Easy to pick up a song for a dollar each, as it were. In the background, an artist we profiled earlier this year, and seems to have crept into my consciousness as time passes. This is the late Broadway musical composer Galt McDermott. And off the soundtrack to the 1969 film Woman is Sweeter, this is Bathtub. McDermott died over the Christmas break and made a profile on Exploding Head Movies him back in January, featuring music from many a musical, but primarily from Hair. And uh, we'll get more of a musical flavor as we get later on into the show since director Stanley Donnan did a lot of work to modernize what we associate with the Hollywood musical. But we're going to head over to Iowa next. Karen Meats is the alias of Erin Eaton, although she works as a trio. As it were, although I see only one name right now, Denna Telsra, with what she does. From the 2018 release, You're an Ugly Person. And don't worry, that's just a title. There's no judgment at play, although there is a bit of an ugly theme to the set. And this has been kicking around for a while. From You're an Ugly Person, this is Karen Meat with Overdwelled. That was embarrassing. 
You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM. In Vancouver. It's like having a clown in your head. My name is Gak. You're listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM, Telus Optic 70023, online at www.citr.ca. Coming to you from unceded Muscom territory, from the student nest of UBC campus. An ugly set there, starting off with Karen Meat off of You're an Ugly Person. We heard Overdwelled, 
Then we heard the incomparable Lewis Cole, along with fellow bandmate from Nowhere, Genevieve Artadi. From his 2018 album Time, we heard When You're Ugly. Probably know Lewis Cole from some of his uh, viral videos, since he's an impeccable drummer with a mean sense of humor and a lot of things that they try to pull off live, or at least on video. Definitely fits in with a brain feeder vibe. Kind of Thundercat Flying Lotus vibe at times there. Behind me, this is The Ventures with their take to the theme to the Japanese TV anime Lupin Third. This is the theme from the 1978 edition of Lupin Third by The Ventures. Legendary surf rock act. If you don't know, Lupin Third was cheekily created as an illegitimate son of legendary French thief Arsène Lupin. Created in 1967 by Kazuhiko Kato, otherwise known as Monkey Punch. A story about a master thief partnered with an accurate marksman, a quietly lethal samurai, two-timing mall, all being chased by an inspector, Zenigata. Monkey Punch died April 11th at the age of 81 from pneumonia, similar to his rival from Lone Wolf and Cub, Kazuo Koke. So, two of the most preeminent forms of Japanese animation history right there. We'll head over to London next with this duo, although Merv Edrim hails from Istanbul, and Kit Martin kind of dabbles both his time in London and France. Together, they are known as Kit Sebastian, Wonderful sort of cinematically inspired music here. And uh, they put out a debut release this year through the Mr. Bongo label. This is the title track. Here's Kit Sebastian with the mantra modern. And we'll start slowly segueing in to our profile on the director Stanley Donan. We'll keep the charading to a minimum. But that's how we'll start off here. So yeah. The Exploding Head Movie Soundtrack Profile will be coming up in about 10 minutes or so.
to know what's up at UBC? Read the UBC. It's only the largest student newspaper in Western Canada, and it's written and edited entirely by UBC students. The UBC is your source for on-campus news, culture, and sports. New editions come out every Monday and Thursday. For breaking news as well as amazing videos and blogs, check out ubc.ca. As a member of CITR Discorder, you get amazing deals with some of Vancouver's finest local businesses, such as Devil Mayware, Audio Pile, the Stormcrow Tavern and Ale House, the Biltmore, Book Warehouse, and Little Sisters Book and Art Emporium. For more information, visit citr.ca forward slash friends.
off of his third album, which only came out in 2012 through the Calico Corporation label, but then was reissued in 2014 through DFA. That was Toronto's Slim Twig with Maintain the Charade. Slim Twig being the alias of actor Max Turnbull. Most recent release was 2015's Thank You for Sticking with the Twig. Now, in the background, this is Tony Hatch. At least he wrote the music. I believe this is the Sid Dale Orchestra performing it. This is Spanish Charade. Potentially off the Amphonic release, A Tune for Everyone, but also found on the 1998 compilation Ready, Steady, Boogaloo, Amphonic Grooves for Carnaby Chicks and Cool Steppers. This allows us to begin our profile here on Exploding Head Movies on the late director Stanley Donan. We've done a profile on music associated with him in the past, going back to the Radio Free Gak days from 1966 Arabesque. We best knew him as a director, but along with being a choreographer, but he actually started off his career as a chorus line dancer on Broadway. And in 1943, he befriended the legendary dancer and actor Gene Kelly, with whom they collaborated a lot together, including the feeling of dancing on a ceiling from the film Royal Wedding. We're going to hold off on the Gene Kelly stuff until later in the show. I'll try to condense the story about how their collaboration worked and then how it fell apart, but at least want to give a good proper profile here to one of his soundtracks before we start hopping all over the place. We're going to go with 1963's Charade, starring Cary Grant, Audrey Hepburn, Walter Matthau, and James Coburn, along with a host of others. It's a story about a woman whose husband dies, apparently in the midst of trying to flee Paris. But then she discovers, apparently a lot of people are looking for some gold that he had, and she's not exactly sure who to trust. Donan was inspired by Alfred Hitchcock, particularly North by Northwest, also starring Cary Grant, and a lot of people actually thought that charade was an Alfred Hitchcock film. Perhaps the best non-Hitchcock film ever done. The score for Charade was done by the notorious Henry Mancini. This was the composer's first time working with Donan. He liked his song Baby Elephant Walk, and he was introduced to Mancini by Hepburn, who became friends with him whilst he was scoring Breakfast at Tiffany's. He actually also did the score to Arabesque. A long mainstay of the easy listening sound that he associated with films, and he also worked on a lot of other covers of TV and movie themes. And uh, you can expect a lot of what you'd expect with the easy listening sounds here. From his soundtrack to Charade, here's Henry Mancini, starting off with the main title. Thank you. 
Almost feels like a natural conclusion to this show, but no! You still got at least 20 minutes of me before the jazz show again, Walker. But yeah, we heard Henry Mancini. They're from his score to the 1963 film Charade. We heard the main title, When Things Perked Up a Bit, with Street Bistro Number 2. Then we heard the main theme there, slowing things down as we heard Notre Dame and Drip Dry Waltz before the uh, distinctive drums came back with Game Over. And then, just to mix things up, we heard a cover of the main song from Charade. Mancini did the music, Johnny Mercer did the lyrics to it. But we heard from Kitchener, Ontario, Mary Catherine Pisano from her 2017 album, You're Gonna Hear From Me, Charade. The Mancini cues we heard weren't found on the 1963 RCA Victor original release because that soundtrack release was re-recorded, so... The original soundtrack from the film was finally issued in 2012 through Intrada. As for the song Charade, the theme was inspired when Mancini saw the scene where Audrey Hepburn goes back to her apartment in Paris after receiving news that her uh, husband had died and found everything packed up since he was trying to flee, so it's empty. So it definitely ties into Mancini's powerful usage of melody. And uh, that theme has been covered by a lot of folks. At one point, I was going to have Mike Patton's fun to mass version of it, but this, uh, this show is already pretty wacky, as it is, as is. But uh, also covered by Shirley Bassey, Blossom Deary, Julie London, and Holly Cole. The song Charade was nominated for an Oscar in 1964 for Best Original Song, but it lost to Call Me Irresponsible from Papa's Delicate Condition. Charade was a big hit, although it, Cary Grant at the time wasn't sure if he was suitable enough to star against Audrey Hepburn. Although he actually had played with her back in the 50s. Because, yeah, there was a 25-year age difference, but he had already played against Sophia Loren and Jane Mansfield, who were much younger. But the script was uh, worked in a way so that Hepburn was sort of chasing Grant's character. Of note is that the film Charade is in the public domain. Since when it was released, it did not have its copyright statement, correct? Prior to 1989, you actually had to say outright copyright, or the C in the circle, and then the year. They only specified the year. So the second it was released, anyone could have it. And you can actually find it in many places. Of course, it made it a favorite for uh, TV stations to broadcast since they didn't have to pay royalties, but... Of note, Henry Mancini's soundtrack outside of the film does still have a copyright. The film Charade was remade a few years ago with Fanny Newton and Mark Wahlberg as the truth about Charlie. Doesn't have the sort of the same vibe. Can't go wrong with Stanley Donin's version of Charade. Behind me, this is Dudley Moore, the comedian you know from Arthur. He had a jazz trio. And from the soundtrack to the 1968 film Bedazzled, also directed by Stanley Donan, this is the Dudley Moore Trio with Strip Club. Bedazzled is a Faustian story about a guy in love with a girl who makes a deal with the devil. He has seven wishes and seven tries to marry her. Now, we're sort of in a bonus time here as we work with things. So it's time to get into the musical side of Stanley Donen, which is what he is best known for. 
And uh, we're going to start off with the 1949 film On the Town, which he co-directed with his buddy, or at least at the time, Gene Kelly, who stars with Frank Sinatra, Betty Garrett, and Ann Miller. It's adapted from the 1944 Broadway musical, book and lyrics by Betty Comden and Adolph Green, music by Leonard Bernstein. Get ready, boys and girls, particularly boys. And then uh, Roger Edens, about three sailors on shore leave in New York. New York, it's a hell of a town. They got 24 hours, they meet some women, so imagine Fleet Week meets Green Seaman. Seaman being the sailors. There's nothing of the other sort that I can imagine you think of, so... New York, New York had its lyrics changed to be a wonderful town due to censors at the time. Also songs like Come Up to My Place and You're Awful. Nice to me. And both Donan and Kelly changed the language of how musicals on film worked. So in the past, if you think about the 30s with uh, Bugsy Berkeley numbers, it was more of a backstage drama where the plot realistically cut over to the stage where singing and dancing occurred. So Donan and Kelly moved the singing and dancing to be integrated with the story itself, as though the people were naturally breaking out in song and then dancing. So, kind of taking realism to a logical extreme, but almost becoming surreal as a fault, to the point that my brother cannot watch musicals because no one in real life breaks out in song and dance. Somehow my life differs, because people do it all the time. Expecting a soft shoe and a chorus line outside right now. We have blown our cue. Let's continue. Um, so yeah, one example here is On the Town. It was the first musical shot on location in the said city. So twice, so, how do I keep blowing these things? Spoonerism, dyslexia is kicking in. The city's so nice. They named it twice, New York, New York. On the Town won the Academy Award for Best Music Scoring of a Musical Picture, and Donan was only 25 when he directed this with Kelly. So... Be natural to do New York, New York at this point, but since exploding head movies go, it's out of its way to be as difficult as possible most of the time. Let's get to hear Gaby, Chip, Ozzy, Hildy, Claire, and Lucy as they sing on the town itself. Otherwise, let's see how many musical cues we got lined up for you. Starting now. Whoa, whoa, we're going on the town. New York, we're riding on a rocket. Gonna really sock it Because tonight's the night We're going on a toot We're gonna raise a riot The Brooklyn Bridge will buy it And hit the heights tonight Get high as kites tonight Doesn't she look sweet? What did we leave it for? What are we doing on shore? We're simply crazy about the Navy. How that? We love it more than we can say. How nice. 
We get lots of good fresh air. The ocean is everywhere. That's why we hate to get leave and go away. It's just so touching. Hear them say, hate to get a leave and go away. Hate to leave the ship where life is playing all the live long day. Just think what we could be doing today. We could be swabbing the decks, sweeping the bunks with the broom. We could be shoveling tons of coal down in the boiler room. Got news, we got those surely blues. It's just so touching, hear him song. He wants a pretty little deck to spot. Polish up the railing and the knob. Pour on the happy gone. Oh, we got news, we got the surely Especially me. I miss the chow. And that's not all, my friends. Just think of this. Travel. Adventure. See the world. Moses supposes his toes are roses, but Moses supposes erroneously. But Moses, he noses, his toes aren't roses, as Moses supposes his toes to be. Moses supposes his toes are roses, but Moses supposes erroneously. A Moses a Moses. A rose is a rose. A toes is a toes. Hoop-de-doody-doodle. Moses supposes his toes are roses, but Moses supposes erroneously. But Moses, he noses, his toes aren't roses. As Moses supposes his toes to be. Moses supposes his toes are roses. Moses supposes erroneously. Moses noses his toes are roses. Moses supposes his toes to be. Roses, 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 roses. What Moses supposes his toes couldn't be a lily or a taffy daffy dilly. It's gotta be a rose cause it rhymes with Moses. Gene Kelly, Debbie Reynolds, otherwise known as Carrie Fisher's mom, though famous in her own regard, Donald O'Connor along with the cast from the 1952 soundtrack to Singing in the Rain, that was uh, Moses. Singing in the Rain, nowadays, perhaps the quintessential Hollywood musical, though at the time it was just a modest hit. It was directed by Gene Kelly and Stanley Donan, original score by Lenny Hayton, songs by Nasio Herb Brown, lyrics by Arthur Freed. Tells the story about the change in Hollywood during the 20s when silent films were starting to disappear. And in the 30s, the talkies came along. And I was curious to see 
how the connections between Gene Kelly and Stanley Donan panned out since they worked together from 1943, since they worked on a chorus line in Broadway, separately moved to Hollywood, and worked together extensively on films. It was Donan who came up with the idea for the film uh, in 1944, Cover Girl, to have Gene Kelly's alter ego hop out of a shop window and dancing against him, which nowadays is easy to do, but it took Donan a year to actually sync up everything and do the special effects for it. Also choreographed uh, Gene Kelly dancing with the cartoon mouse Jerry in 1945's Anchors Away. But uh, the relationship fell apart based on most people associating Kelly with the success of those films. Although separately, it seemed like Donan did okay. Mostly as the Broadway or the Hollywood musical disappeared. Didn't help that Donan was also married to dancer Gene Coyne in 1948. They divorced in 1951 and Kelly married her in 1960. Let's get that going again. In the background, this is the ripoff artist with their take of what Lola wants, because that's what Lola gets. And this is from the 1958, or the original version. They didn't do this version back then. Damn Yankees. Based on a Broadway musical in 1955, about another Faustian deal made by a long-suffering Washington Senators baseball fan. Sick of the New York Yankees winning all the time, so his deal with the devil makes him a star player to the Senators. Spoiler alert, they moved to Minnesota and became the Twins. Anyways, Damn Yankees was co-directed by uh, Stanley Donan and George Abbott, starring Tab Hunter, who I need to do a kind of profile on soon. Gwen Verdon. And we associate with the Bob Fosse time, although she was a star on her own, and Ray Walston. Fosse actually did help with choreography, features him as a character. He even has a song singing with his then-wife, Verdon. The music done by Richard Adler and Jerry Ross. Of course, it'd be natural to do what Lola wants and some other great songs. At some point, I need to do a baseball-themed episode again, but... Here's another song from Damn Yankees. Here's Russ Brown, Jimmy Comack, Nathaniel Frey, Albert Linville with Hot. We'll try to follow up with a little something from Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Heart. When the odds are saying you'll never win, that's when the grin should start. You gotta have hope, mustn't sit around and mope. Nothing's half as bad as it may appear. Wait till next year and hope. When your luck is batting zero. Get your chin up off the floor. Mister, you can be a hero. You can open any door. There's nothing to it but to do it. You gotta have heart. Miles and miles and miles of heart. Oh, it's fine to be a genius, of course. But keep that old horse before the cart. First, you gotta have heart.
great slugger, we haven't got. A great pitcher, we haven't got. A great ball club, we haven't got. What do we got? We've got heart. All you really need is heart. When the odds are saying you'll never win, that's when the green should start. We've got hope. We don't sit around and mop. Not a solitary sob do we heave, Mr. Cause we've got hope. We're so happy that we're humming. <laughs> That's the hardy thing to do. Ho, ho, ho. Cause we know our ship will come in. <laughs> so it's 10 years overdue. Ho, ho, ho. We've got heart. Miles and miles and miles of heart. Oh, it's fine to be a genius, of course. But keep that old horse before the car. So what the heck's the use of crying? Why should we curse? We gotta get better, cause we can't get worse. And, and to add to it, we've got heart. But I'm willing to bet you're the gal for me. Morning, ma'am. Morning. Mama, Mama, Papa wants you. Bless your beautiful hide. You're just as good as lost. I don't know your name, but I'm mistaken my claim, lest your eyes is crossed. <laughs> oh, I'd swap my gun and I'd swap my mules over be one big fool. Thank Helen. Or pay your way through cooking school if in you would say I do. Morning, ma'am. Morning, Dr. Whisper. Nice day for burying. That's a right good idea. Oh, Lamb, I thought you'd never ask me. Bless your beautiful hide. Prepare to bend your knee. Cause I'm a telling you now you're the gal for me. Pretty and trim, but kinda slim. Heavenly eyes, but oh that size. It's gotta be right to be the bride for me. Bless your beautiful hide. Wherever The 1954 musical Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. In many ways, I hope that was a song to his horse, who ended up marrying, but not likely the case. Howard Keel, with his glorious voice, with Bless Your Beautiful Hide. Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, a story about a frontiersman who meets a girl and marries her within hours of just meeting her. Brings her home, where he lives with six other brothers who are single, 
And apparently at this point, they need to get wives too, so they try to figure things out. Conveniently for everyone else in the film watching it, they're color-coded, so you can figure out what is going on. The music from Seven Bites for Seven Brothers, also based on another musical written by Saul Chaplin and Gene DePaul. Lyrics by Johnny Mercer, whom we heard earlier working with Henry Mancini for Charade. Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, also directed by Stanley Donan. And uh, the 50s were he, where he made musicals his, like, his staple of what he did. But he became unpopular in the 60s, so afterwards he dabbled in various genres, so like similar films to Charade and Bedazzled. Uh, he did Arabesque. Things slowed down for him in the 70s, although he'd work with Bob Fosse again in an adaptation of The Little Prince, which introduced the world to moonwalking. But uh, after other like weird films like Saturn 3, Blame It on Rio, last film was in 1999. And uh, never was nominated for an Oscar for any of his work, so he's given an honorary in 1998 for all his glorious films. A huge inspiration for a lot of folks. And it helped kick off the French New Wave scene because Jean-Luc Godard and a few other folks watch his musicals and are like, look at the way he edits the scenes. Look at the way he makes his cuts. Look at the camera movement on it. Everything feels alive. And it definitely broke away from the studio mold. Stanley Donan died February 21st this year at the age of 94 from heart failure. In his home in Manhattan, New York, New York. That city's so nice. He was the last of the Golden Age Hollywood directors. You think of folks like Billy Wilder, Ilya Kazan, Jules Dassin. A staple. And at some point, I should do another profile again. That's going to be it for Exploding Head Movies this week. Coming up very soon. Bless his beautiful hide. Gavin Walker with The Jazz Show. And he will take you to midnight. Stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening service here at the Church of CITR. Pastor Gack here as all the bells tune for you. Next week, we'll continue on with our eulogy theme as May approaches, and it's been something I've been hoping to do for a while after the actor Bruno Gans died, so it's time to look at Vim Vender's epic film, one of my favorites, Wings of Desire. Today's news, John Singleton, director of Boys in the Hood, died away, so I need to do a hip-hop show at some point, so we'll figure things out, but otherwise... Need to do some more Scott Walker, maybe some Blue Velvet, some Rushmore. We'll figure it out. Behind me, these are the ten bells of the Cathedral of Notre Dame, recorded in 2014 by someone known as BJFM914000. This is the Sonnerie du Grand Solemno. And as we start off the show, let's hear some more of the Notre Dame organ again. Here's Olivier Latry from this year's Bach to the Future came out through the La Dolce Volta label and perhaps the last recording from Notre Dame Cathedral on its epic organ. This is his take of Jean-Johann Sebastian Bach's In der ist Freud. Thank you for everyone for listening. Don't forget to pass the money onto the collection plate as uh, our ushers come by. And stick around for some cookies and Kool-Aid. Gavin Walker's up next. Be gone with you.